Hey there, it's Trusty. And you know I love sitting at home, listening to good podcasts as much as I love going on adventures. And do I have a great one to recommend to all you smarty pants and smarty parents from the award-winning Go Kids Go team. It's called Snoop and Sniffy. What happens when Snoop, an experienced dog detective from London, gets sent to small-town Pflugerville to train clueless puppy Sniffy as an undercover agent? Mystery, adventure, and chaos! Seriously, the town of Pflugerville isn't Dolesville like Snoop expected, and he quickly realizes that he can't handle all the action without Sniffy by his side. Even when they're able to turn a blind eye to the alien superheroes and villains battling it out for control of Pflugerville, Snoop and Sniffy have their paws full solving wild and wacky mystery cases on Bark Street. Do you love to laugh? Do you love animals? Do you have the brightest mind since Sherlock Holmes? Then tag along. There are already eight seasons of hilarious canine crimes to solve. Search for Snoop and Sniffy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, parents. Are you looking for ways to take care of your own mental health while caring for those around you? If so, check out How to Be a Better Human. Each week on How to Be a Better Human, comedian Chris Duffy sits down with an expert to talk about the realistic and often unexpected ways that you can improve your life. This show has everything from an episode with Dr. Becky about how to repair relationships when you've made a mistake to how to set boundaries both with your kids and your parents and even a deep dive on why it's okay for your house to be messy sometimes if you're feeling overwhelmed. And more great episodes come out every Monday. Find out how to be a better human wherever you get your podcasts. And now it's time for Who Smarted. Mm -mm. This honey is delicious. Thanks. Hey, smarty pants, lucky me. I'm at a honey farm tasting farm fresh honey. Mm. This one's delicious too. Mm. And this one. Mm. And this one. And hmm, I think that's all of them. Yep. You've sampled every single one of my 67 varieties of honey. So, my friend, are you going to buy some honey or not? Oh, yes, of course. I'll take a jar of, um, this one. Sure thing. Have a nice day. Stay sweet and don't let the honeybees sting you. <laughs> right. I sure wouldn't want any honeybees stinging me. That is so not going to happen. Right? Right, Smarty Pants? I mean, just because I'm at Honey Farm and there's bees everywhere. And they seem to be circling my head. Oh boy, this is what I get for being greedy with all the honey samples. I gotta get out of here before an angry honeybee swoops down and, and stings me. Oh no, there's one hovering right next to me. Shoo, bee, shoo. Will you relax? First of all, I'm not even a honeybee. I'm a bumblebee. The name's Bob. Oh, h- hello, Bob the bee, or should I say Bobby? Anyway, I'm the trusty narrator. So wait, are you saying you won't sting me because you're a bumblebee? Oh, no, I did not say that at all. Bumblebees can definitely also sting. What? So then you are going to sting me? I didn't say that either. What I was going to say is, I'm not going to sting you, because I don't feel like it. You seem nice and harmless. Oh, I am. I am. But also, while some bumblebees can sting, technically, I can't. More on that later. Gotcha. Sorry to be such a buzzkill, but if you're not going to sting me, can I ask why you're buzzing around my head? I was just looking for someone to talk to. But if I'm bothering you, I'll fly away. 
Actually, if you don't mind, the Smarty Pants and I would love to learn more about bee stings. Like, what actually happens if you get stung by a bee? Do all types of bees sting? Why do bees sting? And what happens to the bee after stinging? I've heard it's not good. Sure, I can help answer your stinging questions. Great, let's pick up some new buzzwords as we take a big whiff of science on... Is it you? Is it me? Is it science? Or history? Listen up! Everyone! We make smarting! Lots of fun! But who's smarted? Uh, Bob? What's going on? Where are we? Shh! Keep your voice down. Show some respect. We're at a funeral. <laughs> oh, my condolences. Who died? Helen. Helen Honeybee. And unlike bumblebees, wasps, and hornets, which can sting over and over again, honeybees can only sting once. And then... Ah, uh, so it is true some bees die after stinging. Shh! Sorry. Why is that, Bobby? The reason honeybees die after a sting is because of how their stingers are made. Trusty narrator, I'd like for you to picture a saw. A saw? Like the tool you'd use to cut wood. Exactly. Okay, I'm picturing a saw. Are you picturing one too, Smarty Pants? Good. Now, imagine that saw has sharp, serrated teeth. Not just on one side, but on both sides. Okay, not gonna lie, that's a little scary. Well, a honeybee stinger is kind of like that. Both sides have sharp barbs. And since the barbs face upward, when a bee puts his stinger in you downward... Once the stinger's inside you, it's kind of stuck. Ah, so it's kind of like a screw. Once a screw is screwed in, you can't just yank it out. Exactly. But because the honeybee needs to fly away from whatever threat it stings, it winds up yanking its stinger out. Ah, but a bee can live without its stinger, right? Yep. The problem is when a bee stings you and flies off, it's not just the stinger that stays behind. It's also the bee's venom sac. And a lot of its organs and muscles also get yanked out, too. So basically, the bee is now flying around with a hole in its body. <gasps> oh, that is not good. Nope. And after a minute or two... <sighs> wow, so if stinging causes a bee to die, why would it want to sting anything? Well, that's just it. Bees don't actually want to sting anyone. We only sting as a last resort if we feel really threatened. That's so... sad... That poor bee was just trying to defend itself. Why? Why? Come on, trusty. You're making a scene. I know. I'm sorry. But it just feels so pointless and unfair. Why would a bee's means of protecting itself cause it to... Like it was all for nothing. Well, I wouldn't say it was for nothing. After stinging a threat and flying off, a bee releases a pheromone, or smell which warns nearby bees about the threat. It's like a bee alarm system to help keep others safe. So, you see, the bee doesn't die totally in vain. Wow, that's pretty advanced. And selfless. <laughs> it sure is. Oh, and the pheromone that's released has a very specific, very familiar smell. Smarty Pants, see if you can guess what the alarm pheromone released by honeybees smells like. Is it A, honey, B, bananas, or C, garlic? If you guessed A, honey, that makes total sense. Unfortunately, 
The actual answer is B, bananas. Great job if you got that right. So, what else do you want to know? I got places to be. Well, we heard about the bees side of things, but what about the person who gets stung? If I heard you correctly, you said the bee stinger and venom sac stay inside you after the bee flies off. Oh yeah, they sure do. That doesn't sound good. What's in the venom? If I get stung, could I... Oh, definitely. Maybe. What? Relax. It's both A, highly unlikely you'll even get stung, and B, highly unlikely it will be too serious. However, if you do get stung, there is something you or someone else should do right away. Smarty Pants, do you know what that is? Go to the hospital, cry, or remove the stinger? The answer is... You should yank out the bee's stinger as soon as you can. The bee itself may be long gone, but those barbs on that stinger actually keep pulsating and pumping more venom into you. Ah! Hold on. Here's why you don't need to freak out. True or false? Bee venom is actually 88% water. Uh, false? Nope, it's true. Oh, so it's mostly harmless, then? Mostly, but the other 12% is pretty potent. One of the other substances in the venom is melatonin. And this is what makes a bee sting hurt. Then, there's something called phospholipase A2, and that's a protein that causes inflammation. So, when combined, it's not a pleasant feeling. Ouch! Luckily, the human body has an immune response to the venom, which it recognizes as something that shouldn't be there. So, for most people, there's a bit of pain, maybe some itchiness or swelling and redness, but it goes away in a few days and you are A-OK. That's a relief. But wait, what if you get stung by lots of bees? Smarty Pants, how many bee stings can the average adult survive all at once? Is it A, 200, B, 500, or C, 1,000? If you guessed C, 1,000 stings, you're right. But 1,000 stings? Ouch! Most people can tolerate 10 stings per pound of body weight, which for most adults would be over 1,000 stings. But like I said, bee stings aren't a huge deal. Just some redness, swelling, and itching. Unless, of course... You're allergic to bee stings. Then what? Things can get bad. How bad? Very bad. Hmm. Oh boy. We're going to find out what happens if you're allergic to bees and what you can do to stay safe right after this short break. Hi, Trusty here with a special message for all the parents and guardians listening. I know how important it is for your child to excel in every way possible, especially when it comes to education. Well, thanks to my friends at iXL, you don't have to go it alone. iXL is a personalized learning platform that's transforming the way children master everything from math to social studies. iXL's interactive courses and immediate feedback ensure learning is super engaging and accessible for every student, pre-K through 12th grade. Imagine that, a tool that grows with your child, offering personalized recommendations based on their progress. And we know it works because we've used it ourselves. Adam Tex Davis, co-creator of Who Smarted, used iXL to help his daughter stay on top of her schoolwork and excel in her classes. Backed by research, students who use the iXL program are more likely to get higher test scores because iXL functions like a tutor. And whether your child needs help with homework, classwork, test prep, or is looking for a challenge, iXL has you covered, and all of that at an affordable rate. A one-month subscription to iXL costs less than what most tutors charge for an hour. 
And one subscription is good for every child in your household. Join the millions of parents who trust IXL and make an impact on your child's learning today. Oh, and who smarted listeners get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up now at IXL.com smarted. Visit IXL.com smarted to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. IXL Learning. Inspire. Excel. Learn more at IXL.com. Hello, everyone. You know I'm a big fan of eating healthy and delicious, so I've got something exciting to share. I recently tried Green Chef's gut and brain health meals, and let me tell you, they are a game changer. My favorites so far are the tilapia with kale and pistachio salad and the South African turkey and bulgur bowls. They were truly mouthwatering and only took about 25 minutes to make. Everyone at my dinner table, who are tough critics, were impressed, saying these are delicious and a great value. Let's order more. Green Chef is the number one meal kit for clean eating, delivering whole food for your whole body. Their nutrient-dense, science-backed recipes are crafted to boost energy, improve digestion, and make clean eating a breeze. Plus, they offer a wide variety of plans, so there's something for everyone, no matter what your dietary restrictions or preferences. Now, let me make your day with an exclusive offer. Go to greenchef.com backslash 60smarted and use code 60smarted to get 60% off plus 20% off your next two months. That's right. Delicious, healthy meals delivered right to your door at an unbeatable price. Don't forget, Green Chef is the number one meal kit for eating well for a reason. Give it a try and share your own Green Chef favorites using hashtag Green Chef. Trust me, your taste buds will thank you. Now back to who's smarted. Say, Bobby, where are we? There's an awful lot of buzzing going on. I took you to my hive. It's right behind you. Ah! Relax. You're my friend. You're not a threat. I'll make sure all my gal pals won't sting you. Hey, everyone, listen up. This one's not a threat. Keep your stingers to yourself. Literally. Phew. Thanks, Bobby. Hey. You just said gal pals. Smarty pants, true or false? Only female bees can actually sting. The answer is true. Male bees, like those big fuzzy ones you see hovering over flowers in the spring, don't have stingers. They couldn't sting you even if they wanted to. Nope, nothing to worry about there. But the people who are allergic to bee stings do need to worry around female bees that can sting. Smarty Pants, do you know how much of the population is allergic to bee stings? Is it 3%, 5%, or 10%? The answer is 5%. Actually, it's a little less than 5%. But those who are allergic can experience what's called an anaphylactic reaction after a sting. Usually, the most common signs of anaphylaxis is swelling of the hands, feet, eyes, or lips. That is not good. Nope, but it can get even worse. Your mouth, tongue, and throat can become swollen, and that can cause breathing difficulties, which can be life-threatening. So if someone is allergic to a bee sting and experiences anaphylaxis, how quickly does it happen? It can take minutes or even just seconds. Luckily, there's a very fast and fast-acting fix called epinephrine, which is usually administered in the form of something you may have heard called an EpiPen. Hey, I know what that is. People with peanut allergies will use an EpiPen if they've accidentally eaten or touched peanuts or peanut butter. Yep. Whether you're allergic to peanuts or bee stings, your body's reaction is the same anaphylaxis. But as long as you have an EpiPen, you should be fine. And if you don't, well, then you need to go to the emergency room right away. Good to know, Bobby. 
Hey, I know you're busy, Bee, but I just have one more question. Go for it. We've talked a lot about honeybees, but what about other stinging insects like wasps and hornets and bumblebees? What are those things like and what happens to them? Great question, trusty. Like we mentioned earlier, honeybees are the only bees that lose their stinger and die after a sting. The other varieties can sting over and over and over again. Well, that's a comforting thought. And although only female bees can sting across all the different bee types, there is a small difference in how the different stings feel to you as a human. Go on. Well, wasp and hornet stings tend to be a little more painful than the average honeybee sting. So be careful around them. But I am very happy to report that the fuzzy-wuzzy humble bumblebees are known for having the mildest stings of all. Gentle giants, huh? Yes, siri. So remember, any bee will only sting if it feels threatened. So whenever you encounter a bee outdoors, don't go too crazy swanning it away or making big movements near it, because that'll give it more reason to see you as a threat. Huh, you're better off staying perfectly still and letting the curious bee check you out and then leave. Then you can go back to eating delicious honey. Mmm. Mmm. A double shout out to Smarty fans Colm and Ren in Easton, Connecticut. I'm so glad to hear how much you both love learning things from Who's Smarted and that you think it's really cool and has so much science. Keep on smarting with us, you two. Thanks. This episode, Bee Stings, was written by Phil Yellow Jacket Jeremy and voiced by Mike Honeybee Previtti, Adam Wasps Davis, and Jerry Colbert. Technical direction and sound design by Josh the Hornet Han. Who Smarted is recorded and mixed at the Relic Room Studios. Our associate producer is Max Thorax Kamaski. The theme song is by Brian the Stinger Suarez, with lyrics written and performed by Adam Tex Davis. Who Smarted was created and produced by Adam Tex Davis and Jerry Colbert. This has been an Atomic Entertainment production.